Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Job Hunting Podcast. I'm Renata Bernardi, your host, and in this podcast I give tips, advice, and I interview experts to help you nail your next job and have the best career. Today I will be sharing with you another audio from my Facebook Live video collection. If you have a Facebook account, you can follow me on at renatabernardi.co. On Thursdays I do weekly live videos and I use it as an opportunity to connect with my followers live, deliver unscripted presentations and chit-chats on topics that have been on my mind that week. And in this case, it was a feedback that I received from followers and things that I've read that made me think, oh, okay, it's time to address this. It's a good opportunity for me to speak to people that are really keen to move back into corporate career, but they may be reluctant to do so. And it wasn't just one or two. It's actually quite a lot of people that come to me with that question. They come to me as prospect clients. I've had clients that I've helped in the past. And you can see some of those testimonials on my website. Coming back to a corporate career, following a maternity leave break, even an extended period where you've been at home taking care of kids or you've had your own business for a decade or so, or you have a completely different career, creative career, for example, and it's time now or you really want to reconsider your choices. It's completely normal, it's completely doable, but when you're doing it on your own, it feels quite daunting and overwhelming. So I address this in this very short live audio that I first did on my Facebook page, and I hope that you enjoy listening to it. I can certainly address it again, hopefully with um, a guest. I'd love to invite somebody to speak about it with me on a future interview. Okay, before we proceed, don't forget to join my community on renatabernardi.com forward slash join so that I can send you free content such as masterclasses, guides and templates to help you start job hunting and planning for career success. There are always specials happening like free consultations with me and I also send you a weekly newsletter which includes a new episode of the Job Hunting Podcast and other special content that I put together just for my community. So once again, the link is renatabernardi.com forward slash join and you can also find this URL on the episode show notes on my Facebook page and Instagram account. Without further ado, here is the audio where I talk about coming back into a corporate career following a break. Note that this audio is live. I was filmed live on my Facebook, so there could be some commentary, some things that are happening in real time. So keep that in mind. Enjoy. Hello everyone, I'm back. Today I'm talking about a very interesting topic and it's uh, something that's been following me so I felt it was better to address it. A few weeks ago I listened to a podcast which you know had nothing to do with job hunting or anything but it was a gentleman and I think he's my age, he's probably in his mid to late 40s and he was saying 
I stepped out of the corporate career at a difficult time for me. I was in my mid-30s. I had a lot of debt. I had family and, you know, private school fees to pay. And it wasn't a good time, but I did it anyway. And he's quite successful, but he was saying it was really hard. And earlier this week, somebody I know wrote a very long post on her Instagram account saying, reflecting on the fact that sometimes she regrets having stepped out of corporate career too early, too soon. She's probably in her, in her early 30s. I don't know how old she is exactly, but she probably stepped out late 20s and now is a, uh, a sole trader, a young founder and doing really well as well. But, you know, I can, I can understand people thinking, oh, what if I had stayed and what would where would that lead? And I thought I would address that. The first time somebody came to me with that question was many, many years ago. And it's quite a different different question, but it's along the same lines. It was a friend of mine who called me. I was already in Australia and she was from, she's Brazilian, she was in Brazil. And I used to be the PhD coordinator at Melbourne University's business school. And she said, should I do my PhD before having kids or after having kids? You know, it's one of those questions, like you never really know for sure what the best answer is. But if you have somebody you you know is an expert, like at the time I was, you know, inducting a lot of PhDs into the department, ask them, of course, and I, I will give a subjective answer. Sorry, I would give an objective answer and you may not like it. And, and she didn't. I I thought about it and I didn't want to answer. And in the end, I said, look, you should do your PhD after. Because, you know, having kids beforehand, PhDs, it may look like a huge, huge task to do, but it's just the beginning of your academic career. Once you submit your PhD and it's all done and dusted, that's when the hard work begins of amplifying that and publishing it and going to conferences and speaking about it. And you can't do that with young babies. So I said, look, if you're asking me, you know, objectively have your kids and then do the whole thing, do the PhDs and then roll it over and make the most out of it. Because if your thesis get old, by the time your kids are older and you're ready to you know, be promoting it, it, 10 years will have passed and it's not going to be the same uptake and interest in it as, as when you just published your PhD. Anyway, and so that was the first time that somebody came to me with a question that I thought was really difficult to answer and, but there was an objective answer. Going back to this situation about when to step out of the corporate sector and have your own your own business and is there a good time? There is a good time. And this gentleman on the podcast, he he said that. He said, you know, I in your 20s and in your 40s is when you are it's it's the best time to open a business and I agree with him. Let me just sip my tea cuz I'm getting thirsty. So in your 20s, first of all, you're young. If anything goes wrong, it can go wrong a hundred times and you can still, you know, get get back into the corporate sector. You can have a second business, a third business. There's so much opportunity. It's probably good to fail a couple of times. You, 
you know you're not gonna be burnt in any way hopefully you know if you haven't done anything super wrong there's no reason why and um, you can always change careers there's lots of reasons why doing something early on um, is good you have a lot of energy you have no debt you have no kids or family that's sort of kind of assuming all of that right then in your later in life you might have been in like I am now you are in a situation where you you have less debt you don't have to pay for a big mortgage I still do but it's not as big as it used to be kids are not at home uh, you don't have to you know worry about that your monthly budget is much smaller you can invest in other things you can invest in your business and you can bootstrap and, and do that so those are the two times when I think it works but whatever you decide to do it doesn't have to be forever this young woman who is saying she regrets stepping out of the corporate sector, if she ever wants to come back in her early 30s, late 30s, early 40s, she can still do it. Absolutely. And in fact, people with that entrepreneurial capacity and skill set are so needed in the corporate sector. We call them entrepreneurs. I love that word. Why? Because you need people internally that will change things, that will make the workplace more vibrant, more interesting and more in times, you know, uh, with what's happening around the, the, the world, the sector and so on. So definitely, if you're wondering, go back in. If you need to, go back in. You know, sometimes your business doesn't work as well as you wanted to or you intended to. So that's definitely something you can do. And the other reason why you may want to stay in the corporate sector or go back to the corporate sector is to build a better runway. If you're the sort of person who likes to bootstrap your business or your startup and you want to fund it yourself, going back to the corporate sector and building that cash to support your next big idea is great. And Andrea and I have a friend uh, and she's just, she, she's done just that. So she left the corporate sector, had a business. It went really well for a few years. It wasn't suitable for her lifestyle anymore. It was too intense. She had young kids. She sold it. She went back into the corporate sector. And I'll go back to that because that's really interesting. She had young kids. Corporate sector sometimes is better for that than having your own business. Went back to the corporate sector, stayed there for maybe 10 years, left again, and is now has enough cash to start a second business. So she's kind of been doing that and I think it's brilliant. In fact, I told Andrea I want to interview her for my podcast. I think you know it's a great example of somebody that has blended a career and has moved between sectors and between having her own business and, and working in large organizations and done quite successfully in both. I really like that and I want to learn more from her. And instead of just going there and learning for myself, I might as well interview her if she's keen. So hopefully early next year, I'll have some interviews in the episodes as well. Now, another thing that I think is interesting about staying in the corporate sector is that, like I said, it is easier sometimes when you have young kids Women have a tendency to think that running your own business while raising kids is a good idea. 
Personally, I think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> if your business is already in place, yes, it's a great idea. But if you're starting a business and having kids at the same time, it can be really overwhelming. And again, in my first life, go back and listen. We tend to focus on the su success stories. All those women that have done that, you know, little bubs and toddlers and had her own business and look how successful she is. Guys, it is bloody hard to do that. So hard. And um, so many people can't cope because it's a lot. Having your own business and raising kids, it's quite a lot. The corporate sector, if you're in, with a good employer, yeah, you know, with a good employer, or an okay employer, with an okay employer, you have regular hours, regular income, you can pay your bills, and you can set yourself a budget. And even though, you know, it's nine to five or part-time, whatever time it is that you're working with an employer, you can set a routine around that for your kids. So there's some benefit in that, and that certainty of income coming in, certainty of times that you know that you need help or that you will be home. All of that's good. With a great employer, like our friend had, an, an American international firm with a subsidiary here in Australia, a lot of workplace flexibility. She could work from home. She could leave earlier, pick up the kids, work from home, in the afternoon. All of that was really good. In fact, I have somebody else that I'm talking to to help me develop my course and she's been in the same organization for almost 20 years, I think 17. And the reason why she stayed for so long was she was a single mother and she was raising her son. And yes, you know, that's kind of my ideal customer for the job hunting course. One of the ideal customers that I thought of is somebody who has been in the same organization for a long time, but still has energy and, and excitement and ambition enough to think, okay, I'm ready. What else is there for me? Let's try something new. How can I go about this? You know, I haven't done any job hunting for a decade or more. Is there help out there that I can access? Yes, I want to offer that. So I've interviewed her last week and got some great ideas about how to promote it and what sort of content would be needed for somebody like her to, to join the job hunting course later, early next year. So yeah, so building the runway for a future project or business. When I say building a runway, what I mean is saving money so that you can bootstrap yourself. Even if you're not the sort of person that bootstraps, which I am, and I know many people are, women are more conservative like that, but sometimes, depending on your startup, especially if it's a tech startup, you might need to get money, or if it's a bricks and mortar, you know, or a place like a florist or some sort of shop that you need to ask for funding to, what is it called? Gosh, I forgot the name. You know, go to a bank, get a loan. Loan, oh, there you go. It's better that you can show that you, you're you going to match the funds that you're getting, you know, and that you have invested in the organization as well. You, you have a better chance to get a better loan, uh, lower interest rate and more money if you can show that you have also personally invested in the organization. So, yeah. There are many reasons why you might want to keep your job for a little longer or go back into the workforce, even if you are an entrepreneur. And I'm happy to help. I've done that. And I know people that have done that. 
and I have kind of a few theories there as you can tell and I'm going for my walk now but nice to have this chat I hope people can watch later on which is great bye guys hey before you go if you're not yet subscribed to this podcast remember to do so wherever you're listening to it right now iTunes Spotify Podbean or YouTube And better still, you should also join my community and the newsletter with the new podcast episode will land in your inbox every week. The newsletter also includes important news and announcements from me and some extra resources that I curate specially for my community. Subscribing to my newsletter is the easiest and cheapest way for you to action your career strategy and continue to invest in your professional development. It will keep you accountable and keep your career planning top of mind. To take it a step further and speed up results for you, you can contact me for a career strategy session. For a limited time, everyone who is subscribed to my community is invited to book the consultation free of charge. So make sure you subscribe as soon as possible and take up this offer because it is for a limited time only. The link is in the episode show notes or It's www.renatabernardi.com forward slash join. Bye for now.